welcome to our podcast, Then Within On The Go. I am Heidi Biosma Efferson, one of your hosts and the owner of thenwithin.org. And I'm Christina Motley, another host for you today, also a Thin Within coach and Heidi's partner in all things Thin Within. We are so happy to welcome you to another podcast. Yeah. Welcome to Thin Within on the go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so glad I you're love here. saying that. That's so much fun. <laughs> I know. I love it too. (laughs) Well, today we are talking about something near and dear to our hearts because we found that a lot of us go through life, not really believing that we are somebody pretty special. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, seriously, seriously. Mm. We go through our lives thinking we are blank. I am a mom. I am an executive. I am a homeschool teacher. I am a this, I am a that. And that may all be true that we wear different hats, but you know what happens is like, I, I had the identity of, I am Bob's wife for 33 years. And then he decided to go off the rails and walked away from the marriage. I was no longer Bob's wife. What happened to that identity? It, it, it was dependent apparently on somebody else's behavior. Mm-hmm. Or what if I say I am a homeschooling mom? That's a hat that I wear or I did wear for years and years. And what happens when your kids grow up and you aren't that anymore? Or right? what happens when they're sick or cranky and you feel like I'm not doing this very well? If we have embraced identities that are dependent on others or on our own performance in any way, we're going to be discouraged in life quite a bit. And we may Mm. even take on our failures as our sense of identity or our health conditions as our sense of identity. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to do that. I don't know. No, 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 no. But I mean, I have to admit that I have been very much in this trap of believing that my identity is what I can do and my goals in life and my circumstances. Some of them are absolutely true as far as this is what I'm doing right now, or this is what I did in one season, but is it who I actually am? Because as soon as the circumstances change, I'm lost and I'm wondering, right. and I'm like, wait a minute, I thought I was this. Right. Um, an example for me is being a daughter. The last few years, I've poured my heart and soul and our family has into taking care of my parents in their sunset years. And I wouldn't trade it. It was very difficult and intense. They had Alzheimer's and dementia, but that was one of my roles. And there were times when I did feel consumed by that identity. And I thought, this is all on me. I am the daughter and Mm -hmm. I'm the one who's in charge of their care and all of this. Now they're both in heaven. And if that's my identity that I'm standing on, I'm lost. I don't know who I am anymore. Another example is being a teacher of young kids. I've been a teacher of young kids for close to 30 years. It's been who I am in many ways for my my whole adult life. Um, But because of health reasons, I'm on a break right now. Well, that's very disappointing to me, um, especially at first. And so what happens? You know, I have, I 
felt very lost at first. What is my identity if I'm not teaching right now? And then another one, like you mentioned, Heidi, is, is being a mom. And of course, I am still a mom, but my kids, two of them are out of the house and one of them is very independent suddenly with driving. And it's like, wait a minute, don't you guys need me anymore? And they, of course yeah. they do, but it's different. And so if my whole identity is sitting on top of being a mom and my kids are out and about in the world and doing their own thing, again, I'm going to be lost. That's a tough place to be. I can so identify with that, Christina. In addition to being, quote, Bob's wife, I was also an athlete. And then I had right. a, a staph infection cause the erosion of my spine and I lost the use of my legs for a season. I have not really ever gained full use of all my athletic abilities since that right. time. And yes. so I had the identity of an athlete. This is what I do. This is how I live my life. And it impacted me a lot. And another example for me was I am a worship leader. Well, what mm-hmm. happens when mm-hmm. something goes sideways in the church and you have to find yourself in a new church and nobody knows you from Adam, they're not going to let you get up on their platform and lead them in worship. <laughs> I wouldn't want to anyway, but probably, but it's like, who am I when I, I can't do that anymore. And at the same time, all of that was happening for me. I also, my mom went to be with Jesus as well. And I too, I was a caregiver mm-hmm, and then suddenly mm-hmm. I wasn't anymore. And it's like, whoa, my kids moved out of the state at the same mm-hmm. time. Wait a minute. Who am I? Who am I? Right, right. So many of us, we don't even realize we do this, but we, we define ourselves by what we can do physically Our performance. not. Um, but by performance. Yeah. But also by health issues, by, you know, maybe you've had an injury and you're recovering, or maybe you have a chronic illness or, you know, maybe there's something else that is, has changed what you can do. And all of a sudden you're introducing yourself to people, or maybe just in your own mind as this is who I am. I am a person that doesn't have energy or I am a person that is, you know, sick all the time, or I am a person that struggles with mobility, um, those kinds of things. And I hear that all the time from people and that's tough. If that's who you are, boy, that's discouraging. That really brings us down and it's not the truth. Right. And what we do is we end up believing what we tell ourselves and then we act according to what we believe. So, and then there are all the negative um, names basically that we give ourselves as well. And again, sometimes we don't even realize that we're doing this. We're thinking these thoughts without even saying them out loud, but they're happening again and again. So we'll give some examples. I used to say to myself all the time, I am a failure, um, especially in the area of food and eating. It owned me. One that I know I have used is I am rebellious or I am a rebel. Mm, And that is what I would call myself when again and again and again, I would refuse to surrender my eating to God. Well, I am a rebel, I guess. Another one I was thinking, and I hear this all the time. Oh, I am a procrastinator. I can't follow through. I am, this is who I am. This is what I do all the time. You know, it, it becomes your name. It becomes your identity. Yeah. And again, if you believe this about yourself, 
you're going to act in accordance to it. And another one is I am an emotional eater. How many times have we heard that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if I believe I'm an emotional eater, if you believe you are an emotional eater, you're going to take on the identity of an emotional eater and you're going to act like an emotional eater. Right. What is true is actually that you are somebody who sometimes eats because of emotions. Mm-hmm. And maybe you eat a lot of the time because of your emotions, but you are not an emotional eater. Um, another one that I hear people say is selfish. Oh, I'm too selfish. I'm all about myself. And so I couldn't possibly, you know, take part in this or that. I'm just too selfish. You know, we give ourselves these names and it's like, does this, do we want these things to own us? Right. That is no way to live. (laughs) It's no way to live. And so what we wanted to do for the rest of our time together in this podcast today is look at what God has to say about you, what he says you are and what he says I am. And we're going to start by looking in Ephesians chapter one. If you have a Bible handy and you're able to do so safely, open it and have a look there. Maybe uh, if it's not safe for you to open it now, open it later and go through Mm -hmm. these verses. We're in verses one through 10 in Ephesians chapter one. And what I found is a lot of people focus on, oh, I believe in God. I believe, sure. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. Do we believe what he says though? Because what he says is important and true. There is nothing that is more true than what God says is true. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to look at what God says is true. And Christina and I are going to kind of go back and forth looking through Ephesians chapter one, verses one through 10. Well, and Heidi, I know this is your favorite chapter in the whole (laughs) Bible, why is this your favorite chapter? <laughs> well, one reason is because no matter how I feel, my feelings don't lead me to truth. I can yes. open to this chapter and be reminded of what God says is mm-hmm. true about me. And it blows all of my feelings out of the water. I mean, truly, <laughs> instead of my feelings informing me about what is true, because they can't do that, they will lie almost every time. Why not let what is true, like Ephesians one verses one to 10 inform my feelings. And so Mm -hmm. as we do this, check and see how you listener are feeling in response to this. Mm -hmm. I know that as we do this activity together, Christina and I, um, it affects my feelings a lot. (laughs) It's fun. So this is one of those ways, like we've been talking about in a lot of the podcasts about like figuring out Um, What does God really say? What are his thoughts? Let's find out right now. Yes, this is mind renewal at its best. It's what God says is true about you and about me. Yay. So first thing out of the starting gate, God says, I am a saint. And I love that. I am a saint. I don't need to prove it to him. He calls me a saint. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then the next thing that comes up is that God is faithful, but I am faithful to him in him. I can be faithful. Yes, exactly. And on to verse two, I have grace that he's given me. And that's a beautiful thing to know. I don't have to go hunting for it. He's given it to me. I want to let it wash over me. Yes. And I love this one so much because I need it so much every day. And that is God's peace. He has his peace is available for me every day, every night. It is ready. Let's go. (laughs) Yes. 
And he says in verse three that I am blessed Mm. in Christ. I am blessed. And it's not just a meager blessing, but it's it's every spiritual blessing. I mean, he's not going to be holding back. He is not holding back. Our God is so generous and he has promised us and gives us continually every blessing, every blessing. I love that. I do too. So, so far verses one to three, I get, I am a saint. I have grace. I have peace. I am faithful. Mm -hmm. I am blessed with every spiritual blessing. I love that. And now going on to verse four, he has chosen me. I am chosen before the foundation of the world. I am chosen. I love that. It's beautiful. It is. The next one is holy. Wait a minute. Holy. I'm holy. (laughs) But holy means set apart. Mm -hmm. And so not only has God chosen me, not only does he bless me continually, but he has set me apart. Oh Mm -hmm. my gosh. That is amazing. Yes. And I stand blameless. You know how so often we tend to take on the identity of the mess ups in our lives, the yes. failures we've experienced. Right. I am blameless before God. I mm, love that. That's beautiful. And then we have love, love, love. <laughs> um, God loves me. I know that I'm loved and there's nothing that can change that. There's nothing that can separate me from God's love. That is done, done, done. I am loved. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. And it's the backdrop for everything else. The cross proves that he would hold back nothing. Um, It says in Romans that he who gave his only son, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Mm. He loves us. And I love this one too. He predestined me. I am predestined. I am predestined (laughs) by God. He thought of me before the foundation of the earth and thought of me and thought of choosing me and thought of predestining (laughs) me for amazing things. Okay. I am adopted. That's also in verse five. I am adopted. He chose me. I am blessed, but not only that, but I am officially adopted into God's family. I am his girl first and foremost, no matter what, and there's no changing it. (laughs) And you listener are God's guy or girl too. You have Mm -hmm. been adopted. You have been chosen. Mm -hmm. Love that. And I love that all of this God has done because it gives him praise. Uh, his glorious grace has given praise. So I am praise to God. I love that. That's just crazy. It doesn't even, I mean, that's in verse six, by the way, but I am praise to him. I love that. I am redeemed. I am washed clean. I am totally and completely redeemed. I love that. It's beautiful. Yay. And I'm forgiven. How about let's put that on our lips. Let's speak it. I am forgiven. I am forgiven. Right. I'm redeemed. I'm forgiven. I am praise. I'm holy. I am blamed. I love this. (laughs) I am redeemed. Yeah. Verse eight talks about how God has lavished the riches of his grace on us. Mm. I mean, just those words, the way that it's written, you know, it just reminds me of like a king and, you know, riches and feeling so spoiled. And, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like the riches of his grace lavished upon us, no holding back so much generosity and joy. That's mm. what it comes across to me. Yeah, definitely. And 
I love this one too. You know, God has mysteries and secrets because he's God and he knows everything. And he has made known to me the mystery of his will. I, it's like, I am one of his confidants. He has made Mm -hmm. known to me and to you. (laughs) It's amazing. He has confided in me. I am his confidant. I love that. We could go on, of course, even in these first 10 verses, and you'll want to dive into those as well on your own time. Chapter one of Ephesians verses one to 10 and and maybe beyond. Just, Mm -hmm. I love looking in God's word for who do you say I am? So this is a list of who I am in Christ. And these are all scripture verses. Every Mm -hmm. one of them is extrapolated from scripture. And so Mm -hmm. this, the Bible is where we find uh, what God has to say about us. So Christina, how do we use this? Okay. So this is a list, like Heidi said, of truths. It's basically a truth list that helps us to know who we are in Christ. So there's a number of ways that we can use this. The first way that is just kind of the easiest is just to read them, read them out loud. Maybe you only have time for three or four of them. That's fine. Um, Maybe you can sit down and read through the whole list. Tell your own soul what is true about who you are. Um, And this is, this is the renewing of your mind. You're filling your mind with God's thoughts. Um, So reading them out loud is one way. Another way is to actually write them out longhand. Again, not all of them. Maybe you want to just choose one or two um, that jumps out at you. Oftentimes I'll read through a list and I'll ask the Lord, you know, which one do you want me to focus on today or this week? And I'm going to take it with me into the week. Maybe write it on a on a card or you have it ready on your phone. Maybe that's something that God really wants to impress on your heart this week, something that you're having trouble believing. Another way is to put one or two of these to a tune and actually sing through them. You know, we're always singing to the radio. We're singing to um, whatever music we're we're streaming. <laughs> radio is kind of old, uh, old school. But anyways, um, we know and we're, you know, we often sing jingles, things that we heard years and years ago. So to put these to a tune, it's wonderful. And we can praise God as we sing to him. Um, Another way is to pray through them. Actually turn these into prayers of thanksgiving for what God has done and for how he sees us, for who we are. So Christina and I are going to alternate reading these and just just know that this is true of you too. Every one of Mm -hmm. these comes straight out of a scripture and Mm -hmm. uh, I just find this beautiful. So the first one, I have been bought with a price. I am not my own. I belong to God. Wow. I am a child of God. I am part of the true vine, a channel of Christ's life. Oh, wow. I love that one. Mm -hmm. And this is one of my very favorites. I am Christ's friend. Oh, I love that. I am chosen by Christ to bear his fruit. I am a son of God. God is spiritually my father. Beautiful. I am a joint heir with Christ, sharing his inheritance with him. I am a temple, a dwelling place of God. His spirit and his life dwell in me. I am a member of Christ's body. I am a new creation. 
I am reconciled to God. Yahoo. (laughs) I am a saint. (laughs) I am God's workmanship, his poetry in motion. I love that one. I am chosen of God, holy and dearly loved. I am free forever from condemnation. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I can understand what God's will is. Hallelujah. I can mature spiritually. I have God's power. I possess the mind of Christ. I am dead to sin. Yes. I I am (laughs) overcoming. I am not helpless. I am redeemed from the curse of the law. My sufferings have a purpose. I am seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. I am the righteousness of God. I am a light to others and can exhibit goodness, righteousness, and truth. I am victorious. I am more than a conqueror. I am the righteousness of God. I am born again. I am delivered. I am qualified to share in his inheritance. Oh, these are wonderful. These are, (laughs) you hear yourself starting to say or think I am blank, Mm -hmm. put in one of these words or Mm -hmm. phrases and let that be what you linger on. Mm -hmm. Uh, So often we keep mulling over in our minds, a negative thing that God doesn't say is true of us. Even if we made mistakes, maybe we were willingly doing something outside of God's will. We are not that wrong. Mm -hmm. We did wrong, but who we are is what God says we are. And that's what these are. Well, and there's many, 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 many more in the word of God. Oh, this yeah. is just, just a little tiny bit. There is so, so much, um, and you can create your own list and renew your mind often with it. It really will change the way you think and feel and the decisions you make. I mean, it really makes a huge difference. It's amazing. Yeah. Cause remember, you're going to act according to what you believe and you're going to believe what you tell yourself. So why not tell yourself what is true from God's perspective? So you start right. believing what God says is true. And then you start acting on what God says is true. It sounds good to me. It sounds like a really good idea. A lot of the time. To do it this. is such a good idea. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. We're glad you've been with us. It has been so good to have you here at Thin Within. All on the go. go. Come and join us next time. We'll see you you then. Bye Bye for now. Bye bye.